Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I don't think spiritual adulthood itself is painful. I think coming into spiritual adulthood is painful. I would agree with that statement. So I would change the title. No, it stands. Okay. And we'll explain why. Because when you are in spiritual adulthood, especially at the start of 3D, when Rhea, as you have been experiencing and will continue to experience your relationships with those who are not in 5D. And so it could be that you face decisions or choices that you know, for lack of a better phrasing, are right. They're so unequivocally right and correct because they are coming from that place, from source, from higher consciousness that may not be understood by others. And that can feel uncomfortable or even painful. And that is what we mean. Okay. It's kind of like just when you really are going to stand by your values and people are just going to hate on you. Okay. That's not going to be comfortable, right? Yeah, that's true. But you know that there's no other way of doing it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Is that going to be for the rest of our lives? No, no. There will be enough people who will continue to come on board. And as long as we're standing in the light of compassion, it won't be so painful, but it does need to... It needs to be shared this way, the information and the title stands. I don't think I understood the process of coming into full consciousness before I started. (laughs) Otherwise, I would, to be honest, I wouldn't have done it. Because if you think about it, in order to come into full consciousness, you have to heal your physical, your mental, and your emotional bodies enough. In order to heal those three bodies enough, and I'm not Mm -hmm. even saying fully, I'm just saying enough. (laughs) You have to look at all the bits that caused it to break in the first place because they're the bits that are screaming to be seen first. No one wants to turn their feelings on when the feelings that they have to feel first are all the crappy ones that they've been avoiding for years. It's so uncomfortable and it makes you so vulnerable. And it makes you just really sad. I mean, I don't know how, you know, you've avoided feeling them for a reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it might not have been a smart reason, but it was a reason. And, you know, having to feel those emotions, having to allow your mind to run and see where it goes, to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for your shit and realize you've created this. And then to start making conscious movements through life. So, Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have done it. But at the same time, I actually don't think, if anything, I really had a choice. And that's not Mm. because of a mission or a purpose or a this or a that. It's just, I think when we get to this point where we're like, fuck this, anything is better than this. Mm -hmm. We are being called to heal our shit. Mm -hmm. Because we want to be in consciousness. We want to be present. We want to be happy. We want to be at peace. And everything else is a poor imitation. And we are aware of that. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that like when I say to you, yeah, coming into spiritual adulthood is painful, but once you're in it, it's not. I stand by that in many ways because I mm-hmm. think that once you're in spiritual adulthood and you are conscious, yes, it definitely hurts to see other people suffering and know that you can't help them. They have to help yes. themselves. 100%. Mm-hmm. It definitely hurts when you have to make choices or you mm-hmm. you make aligned conscious choices that other people don't understand and it would be so much easier just to choose what they want you to choose rather than what mm-hmm. you want yourself to choose 100% yeah. 
But I do think that there is an underlying peace and or happiness that doesn't go away, which is not something that we ever could have whilst not being in spiritual adulthood, right? Mm -hmm. But then after, the only pain that you would ever feel is the dissonance when you choose to not be conscious anymore. And it feels so uncomfortable that you go, Mm -hmm. that you can't do it. I wouldn't argue with that. I mean, I do feel like for a lot, for some people who do end up coming into full consciousness, sometimes it's just accidental. You know, as deliberate as as it is, it's almost like, Oh, did did I, I really mean to do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have to say that was a bit like mine where I can't say that I was aware all the time. I was just kind of following the breadcrumbs or all the, the little signs that kind of just sort of were nudging me in a particular direction. And then the more aware I, I became, the more I was like, oh, that's that's what this is. Okay. That's, I think, why we teach the importance of following your heart. Mm. Because actually making those choices, regardless of whether they're from fear or love, Mm -hmm. or whatever, as long as they're in alignment with you, you naturally do, as you say, follow those breadcrumbs to consciousness. Yeah. And for some, it could be about following their heart. And for others, it could just be about following all the signs that were leading them towards something beyond. Yeah. That wasn't always about a feeling. Like for me, it was a knowing. It was a sense. Yeah. Less than it was about the sentiment, right? Oh, see, when I say following my heart, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Actually, how I would describe following your heart is dropping into your heart and thinking to yourself deep, deep inside, where is the next move here? And you yeah. know it. We carry the memory of all of our traumas, past and present of all lifetimes. Wow, that's a lot because of Because they are retained. It's a lot. And it's retained in our cellular memory, yeah? We also and, retain um, the traumas of our, like, our DNA as well, right? We also retain, like we're also holding our, our fam- familial trauma. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and that's what epigenetics is about. So we know that this is all stored in our cellular memory, which is also, is, which is why our physical bodies are affected and impacted. So is that what we mean so, by, sorry to interrupt, is that no, what we fine. mean by we say we've, we heal our physical body enough? It's not always necessarily I'm healthy and oh, no, I don't right, smoke. Exactly. It's more we're literally healing the trauma that our bodies have been carrying. Right, which often manifest in physical ways, right? Yeah, in our But not necessarily, disease. right? Not always. Yeah. It just depends on what we've mm. experienced physically. Yeah. But this is the lifetime as we're moving from 3D to 5D, from separation consciousness into oneness that we are able to fully divest ourselves not just of our karma while in body but through the dimensions so as we become and continue to become multi-dimensional beings because we're able to move into higher consciousness it means that some of our unhealed pain that is out there somewhere else can also be healed so say somebody comes to me to like release a karmic issue mm-hmm And the soul memory release is quite powerful because it does actually enable that karmic release to happen over dimensions. So like 3D, 5D? Like like wherever that trauma is actually held. So we don't mean dimensions like that kind of dimension. No. And it's really, and it didn't used to always be this way. And that's what's so great is that because before people might heal something and be like, wait, I thought I was done with it. And it was like, well, you were done with it in this area, but not this area. Mm. But that's why the healing is so much more impactful and much faster now. Basically, what you're saying mm-hmm. is that when we're healing our karma in this body and becoming conscious, mm-hmm. what we're also doing is that we're healing our past trauma from other lifetimes. Yes. 
Which makes total sense, actually, because that's the that's the argument, right? Like, I got drowned in a lifetime, 20 lifetimes ago, and now I'm scared of water. So if I heal my fear of water, I hear that trauma from that lifetime. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. I heal my fear in this lifetime, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a stretch in my brain, but if then we are multidimensional beings, mm-hmm. then perhaps maybe some of our unhealed pain is out there somewhere else. Yes. And so okay. that's why... You know, sometimes when you ask, like, why are more people, like, why is this population so big? Why are there so many people jumping in for this game? It's kind of a shitty experience. Mm. And this is why. Because it's imagined that this is sort of the clearinghouse. Come in and you can heal all your shit and be done for future lifetimes. Yeah, to be honest, I can kind of see my, me saying, like, yeah. Why not? not? If you can dump it all and leave it all here, it's worth a try at least, I think. Yeah. But then doesn't doesn't that then fuck Earth? Because everyone's dumping all their shit. Right. And so, but when we're dumping, we're not just dumping, right? We're transmuting. So it doesn't just kind of, you're not shitting and then the shit just stays. The shit is biodegradable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For like lack of a better metaphor. So it it's like, it becomes fertilizer. And so really what we're doing when we're healing our shit is actually, this is a fine metaphor for shit, is that we're also helping to heal and shift the whole vibration here because we have to move Earth into 5D as we do this, right? That's part of the contract. We get to come here and do this, but the process of doing that, we have to do this for Earth as well. Because Mm -hmm. where you are, so imagine you're in separation physically, right? Physically in all your bodies, Mm -hmm. you're in separation. So your entire... Mm -hmm physical realm mirrors the separation because the entire vibration is 3D. Now, as you move into 5D, you can imagine then that Earth cannot remain in 3D in separation. Doesn't work. Okay, so Earth isn't just like a place. Earth as in a place, as in a vibration. So your entire physical realm, much like your body, needs to also move into 5D somehow. Otherwise, how can you exist here? Yeah. So does my house and my living room have to go into 5D? (laughs) It's a good question. It does. And that's why some people have been moving. I can't live in this house anymore. The city is not working for me. It's not like the city is completely in separation, but my experience has been so much of separation here. I need to move somewhere that's going to match my vibration better. That's why we have been sort of seeing all these calls to heal the earth lately. I see... And that's been because we've been having to shift our consciousness around earth and separation to bring earth into wholeness. And that earth's name is Gaia. So I'm sure you've seen Gaia around in sort of spiritual circles, in new age terminology. Mm. Gaia is merely earth's name. As we're really moving into this massive shift in consciousness individually Mm. it effectively begins with us so we often think well once i'm good Mm. and i've gotten into full body consciousness or higher consciousness i'm golden and i'm just going to cruise yes and Mm. no because effectively if your purpose is here to serve then you take that full body or higher consciousness and you turn that into serving the collective and part of that serving the collective means also helping earth's vibration right And so it's about not really doing anything to contribute to Earth's pain. 
Now, this is not the same as we have to do everything for the climate, we, we have to recycle. That's not the point of this, okay? Um, this is not a everybody has to be green and be eco-friendly. That's not the, what this conversation is about. I just need to make that distinction. We really don't know what it's going to look like until we have come into full consciousness and higher consciousness. And the least is that we need to begin to lose all of our coping mechanisms as we move into this. And that's the painful bit. Our coping mechanisms for being in separation. Yes. Because we often think that our coping mechanisms are just individual, you know? I partake of this type of whatever drug in order to feel better. But we also treat our surroundings in such a way where everything's very disposable because we treat our lives in a very disposable way because we can't handle our pain. We're, we're really talking about being person-friendly <laughs> to begin with, right? Until we can really master yeah. that... We have no idea what mm. it means to how to treat our earth plane yeah, or yeah. how to bring earth into wholeness and 5D consciousness. It doesn't even work. But look, it makes sense because if some of the values, intrinsic values of 5D is respect and responsibility, mm-hmm. if we do that for ourselves and as an extension, we do it for other people, yes. we would also then do it for our planet exactly we would care a fuck ton more you care about whether it's clean you care about whether it's organized you Mm -hmm. care about how it reflects you because you have to look at it exactly exactly or sit on it (laughs) exactly or sleep on it (laughs) precisely so the game of consciousness is twofold first of all it means in realizing that we are god as you've said right that we are the god of our own world Mm. it means understanding Mm. that we have full dominion over our physical realm. It mm. takes time and practice and being fully immersed in your life in 5D to really get there. So it's fair that you would yeah. say, okay, well, I'm not there. Or for a lot of people to be like, I don't think I I got that yet. Or some might be like, oh yeah, I've known that since I was little. Yeah, maybe your purpose yeah. is tied into that because you really do care about nature and animals and the environment or whatever. Yeah. But perhaps you have some other area to work on before you really are able to commit to that. So... For anybody virtue signaling around their, like, care for the environment, just stop you right there. But that is truly important because everything in our world is an extension of who we are. So when if we see crises, Mm. it doesn't even matter on what level, right? It doesn't even have to be Mm. with the earth. It could be, you know, with government Mm. and other systems and institutions. Again, all extensions of our separation experience. So when, you know, as you said, when we're the god of our own world – in spiritual adulthood, it really is understanding we are the ones who have the power over this physical realm. So when we have dominion over the physical realm, it means that we are responsible for not have control over the physical realm, which is what separation taught us. Because if we're afraid, if we hold fear and separation, Um. then we think something will take us over. Therefore, we will seek to control it and extract from it and manipulate. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then on that side, yes, I do believe I'm responsible for my physical realm because every choice I make is creating that physical realm, right? Yeah. So, and I don't think I have control over it, but I do think that I'm responsible for my own physical realm. Mm -hmm. And it's true because like once we realize we're one, seeing pain anywhere really hurts because it feels like it's ours. Exactly. It really does. I have to say, it makes you much more sensitive. Yeah, I'm already sensitive enough. (laughs) So that's a really great plus point. (laughs) Yeah. But you don't like seeing other people in pain. No. 
Whereas before you could just be like, oh, that's their shit, not mine. And yes, and I guess that's where detachment comes in because mm-hmm. I can be like, I, only, I know that you, only you can heal your own crap, but it doesn't make me happy to see your own pain. I want to be able to take it away. Mm-hmm. But that would be, it goes against everything I believe, which is we are free and we are God. So I'm not God in your world, you are. Yes. Exactly. And that's part of the issue, what you see right now in the world is people are trying to get others, people who care about the physical realm are trying Mm -hmm. to get others to care as well. And the problem is, is that they're coming from quite a 3D separation view, which is we're just going to shame you so you feel so bad that you that you feel compelled to do this. Whereas naturally it comes with not like that. It's like, wait a second, I'm just going to make slightly different choices. Exactly. Which make... And you will accept mm -hmm. that maybe I will never care as much as you do. Because I'm not meant to. That was not what I came no, here for. I'm caring about your emotions mm-hmm. rather than exactly something else. Yeah. But what we what we see and what we have seen for decades now is a sense of shaming and guilt and manipulation yeah. out there to get people yeah. to care yeah. and to sort of create a polarity yeah. around it, right? And there is yeah. so much polarity yeah. that it's not it's not working. So all mm. people really want to do is just get sheep to sort of follow, right? It's sort of like this mind control mm. that's trying to, you know, people are kind of throwing out there. It will actually lead to greater destruction than is intended. Excellent news. As we know, so we need to come at it from a much more 5D perspective, which is through freedom, right? We have freedom if we are fearless and karmaless. And when mm. we care and want to protect our own freedom, we will seek to ensure freedom for everything and everyone else. Because if you know that your freedom is not going to be taken away or challenged, then you can respect the freedom for others. But is there something we're going to see now? Because <laughs> I know it took me forever to get out of my karma, mm-hmm. then get rid of my ego and my fear, and then come into 5D and then get used to it before I could really start thinking about anything else. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it will see it take a long time, right? A very long time. I mean, I... It's kind of funny to me we're having this conversation and then they were like, well, you're not really going to see the result of this in this lifetime. It's going to take several generations, which makes sense given the amount of damage that has been wrought on this earth plane in our physical realm over eons. Given that amount of time, if it takes several generations, that's not horrible. But the ideas have been planted, right? It's out there enough that it will come to be when consciousness can allow it. The past couple of episodes have been like, what do relationships look like in 5D? Mm-hmm. What, did th- what does this look like in 5D? What does manifestation look like in 5D? And now we're just saying, what does the earth look like in 5D? Exactly. What does our physical realm look like? We're talking about what our mental body will look like and our emotional body. Yeah. And well, what's our physical body yeah. going to look like in 5D? And this is yeah. part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it does make sense. And how does that all fit together in 5D consciousness? So as we really are exploring what it means to be free in 5D on every level, right? Mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, mm. we're going to mm. really be – scarcity is going to be in our face, which does okay. not run counter to, to abundance because – or to our abundance conversation, which is, you know, well, if you – it's, if we're always focused on lack, then we don't have abundance. It ties to mm. the abundance conversation, but it's not wholly about that. Because the scarcity okay. conversation that's going to be faced, right, that topic it's, is really going to be... It's more, it will run out. Exactly. And the fact that we need to really contend with that 
because that is one of the things that has to heal. So I guess it does make sense that it's about respect and stuff, not in like a, you have to do this, but I choose to do this because I respect where I am. I choose mm -hmm. to do this because I honor where I yeah. live. And I, know, I, I'm so in touch with who I am. I know what my body needs now. I know what I require. I know how that fits in because we all, again, if 5D is all about harmony, there is a possibility to, to exist harmoniously where then mm. we may not all need the same things, but that does somehow balance. But that's what we talk about abundance is that like, mm -hmm. I have what I need. I have more, I have enough. Yeah. I don't need to worry about tomorrow and whether I'll still have enough because I have faith or trust or knowing or hope that I will then have enough of again tomorrow. It might be in a different way, but I'll always have enough. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't touch abundance. It would just trigger maybe the fear on it. It really means that we need to have full consciousness first. And that consciousness needs to be underpinned by compassion in order to be effective. So if I'm being told what I need to be doing or thinking, what car I need to drive, that's not compassion. I think sometimes we look at people and go, oh, you need to be green. Maybe they can't afford to be green. Yeah. You know, different people are coming into different consciousnesses and different situations at different times. Right. At the end of the day, we hope to get to a place where our living on this planet does not impact it. And actually, it just, we live in harmony with it. Exactly. But it's going to take time. And that involves everyone at first mm -hmm. kind of coming into their own yeah. and coming into their own oneness, coming into their own abundance, and then knowing that they have enough and then making choices from there. And as you said, you know, our purpose is to serve. So there will be people out there who are serving in a way that ensures we're living in harmony with the planet. Mm -hmm. There are other people who are ensuring that we can get to a different place. So it really is about, can't really be judging and shaming people oh, no. or telling them to recycle more or go green or become more environmental or whatever. Because yeah. really the first step is like, Yes, but uh, how can you take responsibility for your physical world when you can't even take responsibility for yourself? Exactly. And how can you take responsibility for your physical world when you can't take responsibility for the impact you're having on other people? Mm -mm. There are two big things to happen first yes. before you can take responsibility for your physical world. Mm -hmm. So the only true way to ensure transformation is first become more aware of how we live individually and the choices we make. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like we're learning to pack light as it were because that's abundance. Right. And then from there, we can let everything else flow because it will become a natural extension of that. Yeah. I respect myself. I respect you. I respect this physical, the world that yeah. we're, li we're living in. And I respect my physical body. Mm -hmm. I respect whatever. It just bleeds through. I take responsibility for it. Yeah. I don't have control over it. I don't have dominion over it. I understand that everything I do and everything I interact with, I am in harmony with. Well, you have dominion over it. Or right? that is my desired state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as in that is what I want. I want to be in harmony with it. And that could feel like a stretch for some who are very poor, who live with in such great poverty in countries where the only way in which they can maybe feed their families is to scorch an acre of farmland. That's really important to, re to, to look at, that until everyone is in a place of full empowerment, nothing can fully get done, not in a way that will be that impactful. I mean, we can do little bits now, but also the other thing that just kind of pop popped into my head mm -hmm. is also we need to still be tackling that one of the tenets of 3D separation, which is greed. Yes, exactly. Whilst greed really exists, mm -hmm. this will be an issue. Yeah. So it's really not about being environmental. It's not about going green. It's just about becoming more aware of how we live individually and the choices we make. Thank you for 
listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.